Merritt Street, we're building a new morning show where our guiding principle is to always value your time. We'd love for you to join us. Be part of our community. Each morning will be packed full of news, information, advice, and a lot of fun. And we promise we'll never waste your time. I'm Dominique Soxa. I'm Fanchon Stinger. Join us for Morning on Merritt Street. 8 a.m. Eastern, 7 Central. Essential Television. In a doctor's exclusive, every mother's worst nightmare. Either your baby's going to have a 0% chance of survival or a 20% chance of survival if we do this procedure. And there's a 20% chance that the fetus will die during the procedure. Then, please welcome the incomparable Miss Jennifer Lewis. She opens up about her troubling past. If I can come through the fire, so can you. Plus, three ways to calm a panic attack. What's tip number one? That's today. For years, doctors have been exploring new methods to fix the hearts of our smallest and most vulnerable patients. Babies with severe heart issues often struggle to make it to term. So how can doctors fix the issue if just being born is a gamble? In this case, they perform the procedure in utero. When we went to the 20-week scan, I was really excited to see the baby and see how much he's grown. During the scan, they look at all the organs, all the bones, and they like to get pictures of the heart. The doctor came in, they saw some problems with the blood flow, and she said, we need to send you over to the cardiologist. It's gonna be no big deal, but that's not what it turned out to be. He was developing hypoplastic left heart syndrome, which is a heart disease in which the left side of the heart does not develop. He also had a severe leakage of one of the heart valves. One of the worst possible combinations of problems, blockage of one valve and severe leakage of another. This is extremely rare. The largest report had only 21 patients in it, and only two of those patients survived to be six months of age. So if we could intervene in fetal life, that may be Lorenzo's only hope of surviving. It's a tough discussion to have with the family. Either your baby is going to have a 0% chance of survival or a 20% chance of survival if we do this procedure. And by the way, when we do this procedure, there's a 20% chance that the fetus will die during the procedure. We were devastated. We were upset. All we really wanted at that point was to meet our child and hold him, have a few hours, and try to make that special. The goal of the procedure is to open up the valve and allow the heart to develop with less blockage. We take a small needle through the mother's abdomen, into the uterus, and through the chest wall of the fetus, and directly into the heart. And then Dr. Armstrong passes a wire that has a balloon on the end of it across the aortic valve. We inflate the tiny balloon to open up the aortic valve. If the babies survive, almost all of them need surgery before they're discharged. You're just waiting with bated breath after the procedure. You're terrified. All we could do is watch and wait. The part I'll never forget is as they were wheeling me out, every doctor on that team was smiling. They could already see that the blood was flowing the correct way out of the aortic arch. That was our first good news. Luckily for us, every week got a little bit better. The day of delivery, they brought him out and they let me hold him to get that chance that I didn't know if I would ever get. It's truly a miracle that Lorenzo is here and doing so well. We always will be in debt to this team and what they have done. Wow. Incredible story. Truly incredible. And in a doctor's exclusive, please welcome Heather, Anthony, and baby Lorenzo to the show. Welcome. 
We are so happy to see baby Lorenzo in your arms and watching that tape piece and watching the intricacy of that procedure performed, take us back to that day you were actually having that surgery performed, if you will. We were very nervous, you know, to have the surgery. Obviously, as you heard, it was a very risky procedure. Um, you know, we didn't have a lot of guarantees as far as how it was going to turn out. And it's not something that they've done a lot. So definitely, you know, a lot of nerves. Really, we just wanted to meet him and we wanted to hold him. And we were so lucky that the procedure was successful. And, you know, we continued to have follow-ups after the procedure. And each week he looked a little bit better and a little bit better until... You know, one day we left the doctor and I, I looked at Anthony and I said, wow, I go, you know, we went from discussions about what things did we want to do with him in whatever short amount of time that we may be able to spend with him to talking with the doctors about what sports he may or may not be able to play in high school. So it was just a really striking turnaround. What was it like to be awake during the procedure? Because you were awake, correct? I was. I was awake. It was, you know, very similar to a C-section. You have the curtain. So I couldn't see what was going on, but I could hear everything. And so, you know, I was trying to listen to what the doctors were saying, listen to how it was going. You know, luckily, the anesthesia team up by my head, they were, you know, talking me through what the doctors were doing, where we were in the procedure. And when I got out of the procedure and back to my room with Anthony and my mother, I said, you know, I think it went really well. And he said, well, why do you think that? And I said, because when we were leaving, you know, the whole team, all the doctors, they were just standing there in a line and they were all smiling. And you were in such good hands. Just a handful of doctors perform this fetal aortic valvuloplasty in the U.S. Lorenzo's team with the Congenital Heart Collaborative at UH Rainbow Babies and Children's Hospital are here to celebrate in the success. Pediatric cardiologist Dr. Amy Armstrong and Dr. James Stranick both join us now. And first off, docs, let me just say how much respect we have for the work that you do. It is truly <laughs> remarkable, your dedication to trying to keep these babies alive. Can you just give our viewers an idea of what it's like to operate in utero and how small these, these babies are that you're working on? The fetal heart's about the size of uh, a small strawberry. The, um, uh, we're so lucky to have Dr. Armstrong join us from um, Michigan. Uh, she now uh, works at Nationwide Children's Hospital in Columbus. And uh, she brought the uh, wealth of information on how to do one of these procedures from her time in Michigan and to bring this procedure to Ohio. It's been quite a blessing for everybody. So, to put it in perspective, the heart's the size of a strawberry. What would be the size of the aortic valve? About the size of a, uh, a pen cap. Um, the, uh, it's about... Um, Four millimeters, pretty, pretty darn small. Docs, we have an animation. I was hoping you could walk us through exactly how this works. So Dr. Stranick images the fetus and the heart for us with ultrasound. And then Dr. Ellie Ragsdale, our obstetrician, takes a small needle and advances it through the mother's abdomen into the uterus, directly into the chest wall of the fetus between the ribs and right into the heart. And then I take a catheter that's like a long piece of spaghetti that has a wire through it and advance that through the needle. 
the wire goes across the valve that's narrowed, the aortic valve, and then we feed the catheter over that wire. And the catheter has a little balloon on the end that's about four millimeters, and we inflate that balloon to open up the aortic valve tissue. And then after that, we just remove everything. The wire, catheter, and needle comes out. And in Lorenzo's case, we only had the needle in the uterus for five minutes and in the heart for four minutes. So it's a pretty quick Truly procedure. Remarkable. And can you tell us a little bit about the prognosis for the baby? The prognosis for Lorenzo is great. Uh, we expect him to live a completely uh, normal life. Wow. He might not be able to predict. Um, uh, he's going to do great. He's really doing really well right now. And obviously, Lorenzo's going to grow. Will his heart, will, the, will his valve grow proportionately, or will he need uh, changes along the line? He did need another ballooning um, at about three weeks of age that went uh, really well. And he may need one of those again later. He will probably need another procedure on his aortic valve in the future. But it will continue to grow with him. And uh, like Dr. Stranick said, he should lead a completely normal life. We're just so thrilled that it went so well. This is such a great story, full of love and hope. And I just want to say, Lorenzo is very lucky to have you as parents. But I also want to give a shout out to one of your other kids because I heard your four-year-old made a deal with God and told God he would give a piece of his heart to help Lorenzo. He did. Yeah, Lucas said that, the one in the next shirt there. Give baby Lorenzo a big hug collectively from all of us here and best of luck going forward. And Docs, to you all, I just can't thank you and your team enough for all the groundbreaking work that you're doing. Uh, continue to do what you're doing. We'll be right back. Coming up, what do Emma Stone, John Mayer, and Amanda Seyfried all have in common? They've all publicly admitted to suffering from Then, a doctor's checkup from our American Idol friend. She was bawling, heartbreaking. Something had to get done quick because it was not getting better. That's coming up. Coming tomorrow. Armpit detoxing! Two. Lightening things up down there. What's the real deal? Plus, one out of five teenagers has hearing loss. From what? Just put a chainsaw right next to your ear. That's tomorrow. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What do Emma Stone, John Mayer, and Amanda Seyfried all have in common? They've all publicly admitted to suffering from panic attacks. Those who've experienced one will tell you it can feel crippling, life-threatening, but it doesn't have to be. Psychiatrist Dr. Dominic Sportelli joins us now via Skype to give us three tips to help calm a panic attack. So, Dom. Hey, guys. Dr. Sportelli, I love that we're going over this because obviously there are medications that people will take if they're having a panic attack, but these are non-medicinal ways that you can potentially break the spell, if you will, of a panic attack. So, so talk us through what people can do. Yeah, you got it. So listen, guys, four million people suffer from panic attacks, and most people don't even report it. So that number is probably so much higher than that. And guess what? You can add one name to your list, 
And that's me. I have suffered from panic attacks. They're horrifying. They're incredibly scary. And psychiatrists are not immune. I'm glad you admitted that, Doc, because sometimes those people who seem the most cool, calm, and collected, and, and who are, can still have panic attacks. And it's not anything yeah. to be ashamed of. At all. So I'm glad that you're personally someone who knows how to treat it, but also ha have experienced it. Can you do us a favor? Can you, sure. Before you go into the three tips, can you talk about, even in your own personal experience, what, what happens when you're having a panic attack? It's a physiologic response. It's actually an evolutionary response to save our lives, believe it or not. Here's the thing, your body thinks that it's running from a saber-toothed tiger. So your heart rate increases, you, you get short of breath, you start to sweat, your, your muscles tense up, blood goes to different places in your body so your GI system gets crampy and you get nauseous. So the thing is that you're not running from a tiger, you're probably just at a business meeting or you know on the stage at the doctor's or on Skype, right? <laughs> so here's the important thing. It's an overreaction to a perceived threat. People become afraid of being afraid. So if you understand what causes the panic attack and you understand how to deal with it, it's less scary. So what we wanna do is put the brakes on the sympathetic nervous system and activate what's called the vagus nerve. And the vagus nerve is the parasympathetic nervous system, but it basically slows down all of those symptoms, the racing heart, the shortness of breath, the nausea, the shaky, the sweaty feeling. And we have ways to activate that vagus nerve and calm your body down without medications. So what's tip number one, Dr. Sportelli? All right, this is literally, when I say literally ground yourself, I mean it. I mean, take off your shoes, get comfortable, Put your feet on the ground. Make sure you're in a safe place. If you're driving, pull over, for example. But if you're in your house or in your office, take your shoes off, put your feet on the ground, feel the ground. And at that point, you're gonna take slow, deep breaths. Taking slow, deep breaths activates that vagus nerve that we were talking about. So you're gonna take a deep breath in for five seconds. You're gonna hold for two and you're gonna go out for five. Just that act is gonna slow your heart rate down and prevent that snowball that we're feeling. And I love your second tip because this is something that we can use sometimes in the ER, something sometimes we all do for fun after a hot run, <laughs> but what, what is your tip number two? So tip number two, if you have the availability, guys, fill up your sink with a really, really cold sink full of water, ice cold, as cold as you can make it, and dunk your head directly into the water. That will, or has been shown, to slow your heart rate down by up to 25%, and that can break a panic attack in and of itself. And talk to us about this last tip that involves, whether it be caressing or self-massaging, what, what is that? Yeah, I love this one, so this one's great. And I rolled up my sleeves for you guys. So this is called the wrist forearm technique. And what you're gonna do is, again, keep in mind, grounding, feet on the floor, comfortable, the breathing techniques that we talked about. And at the same time, grab your elbows and drag your hands along your forearms down to your wrists. And then just repeat, do that again. It's just a little self-massage, nice and easy. It's very, very soothing. At the same time, breathing. And before you know it, you're gonna be super calm. Super chill. Well, Great I mean, tips. Focus on that act, on that exercise. It, it does have a calming yeah. effect. Exactly, because part of it is just distracting your mind from thinking something horrible is going to happen. And just before we let you go, because sometimes we are in situations where a panic attack may be coming on, and maybe you are 
about to give a speech or you're in a public situation, is that deep breathing technique personally one you'll go to? Hey, listen, guys, if you've ever seen me backstage at the doctors in studio, you might have caught me taking some slow, deep breaths. <laughs> It's, and it's something that a lot of us do, whether you're having a full-blown panic attack or not. I mean, we all suffer from anxiety from time to time. Anyone who's never suffered from anxiety, I, I haven't met them. So, and if someone in the room never has, good for you. I, I want your brain. I want, but the breathing technique is such a great one. All three of these are wonderful. I, I want to thank you so much for sharing your personal story as well, Dr. Spitelli. Let's, uh, let's take a break. Coming up. A doctor's checkup from our American Idol friend. She was bawling, it was heartbreaking. Something had to get done quick because it was not getting better. Then, Jennifer Lewis takes our stage by storm. It's bipolar disorder, but treat it. I'm alive. Yes. <laughs> That's coming up. Not too long ago, we shared the story of American Idol alum, country singer Bucky Covington, and his daughter Kennedy, who was born with a painful type of tumor, infantile hemangioma. Here's their story. My name is Bucky Covington. I went out on American Idol. It did really well for me. Released an album. It debuted at number one. My name is Catherine Cook, and this is our lovely daughter, Kennedy. The moment she came out, the first thing Bucky said is, she's gorgeous. I think her arm's bruised, but she's perfect. So within maybe a week, it started to swell and, and just gather blood. She was bawling, and you know why. You know what I mean? It's heartbreaking. Something had to get done quick because it was not getting better. And so we went back in to see our pediatrician, and he said that he did think it was an infantile hemangioma. When this first starts coming to the table, you're scared to death. I don't know what to do. She's receiving what we call an off-label use of a medicine, propanolol. Now, that's it's a beta blocker. We're joined via satellite by pediatric otolaryngologist Dr. Steve Gowdy. Was this almost an incidental finding, figuring out that you know, propanolol actually may help reduce these hemangiomas? That's exactly right. Pediatric cardiologists or heart doctors identified that patients that were on this medication for their hearts had these large hemangiomas that almost vanished. And that's the best part of this, because it's a fairly benign medicine if used appropriately. And without further ado, can we meet Kennedy? And we just hope that she has quick resolution. Bucky, Catherine, thank you for being here. A few birthdays have passed. It's time now for a doctor's checkup. Co-parents Bucky, Catherine, their daughter Kennedy, join us via Skype from Tennessee. Hey, Kennedy, how old are you? Three. Three? <laughs> Last time I saw you, you were so small on this stage. Bucky, I want to ask you how Kennedy has changed since we last saw you. Man, it's been absolutely wonderful. Of course, you've seen from the video, uh, when she was born, uh, it started off like a little bruise, and it got quite swollen, really purple, and, and, and bleeding at times, and just painful. And today, uh, as you might can tell, it's just a light pink. Uh, I mean, just about as normal as you could be. So we've been just absolutely happy and so happy. Yeah. Yeah. And Typical of so, and you know, this is the most common congenital deformity that kids get, these, these vascular malformations. Right. And parents are so concerned when they see their child as things start developing. Right. 
the good news is in most cases it does regress mm -hmm. just like Kennedy's case. Yeah, so, yeah, a lot of times, but some of them can require treatment. Um, like in Kennedy's case, had hers not been treated, then it would have continued to grow. So we're really happy that this treatment was effective. Now, is it true that Kennedy enjoys the ballet? She does. She is, uh, she's quite the dancer. She's, uh, she loves dancing. Of course, right out of the gate, we know she's twirling all over the place. But, you know, one of the first things you notice, she just had her first recital uh, maybe a couple, couple of weeks ago. And when I first showed up, you notice really quick, all the outfits are sleeveless dresses. Uh, and, uh, you know, that could have been a very devastating moment for my daughter. Instead, it was an absolutely amazing moment for my daughter, and she did absolutely wonderful, which also lets you know that during rehearsals, she was able to just be normal and learn how to dance. Aww. That's awesome. And, and before we let you go, it sounds like the dog is begging for some camera time. What's the dog's name? The dog's name is Louie, and he begs for any attention whatsoever. Louie, Louie, you got your moment in the sun, our friend. Yeah. And I, I, I do want to add, I, I heard that Kennedy calls the spots on her arms. She has a special name for them now. Kennedy, what do you call it? Angel kisses. Angel kisses? Angel kisses? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kennedy, we want to thank you so much for coming back on our show. And we're so happy that you enjoy the ballet. Keep doing great. And, and certainly, Catherine Bucky, thank you for sharing Kennedy's story with us. Thank you, guys. Thank you. And if you're watching and want more info on Bucky Covington's latest music, we'll have that information on our website, thedoctorstv.com. And, you know, just a final comment. These very common congenital lesions, they do start growing, but in most cases with non-invasive treatments will regress on their own. Propranolol worked in this case. Mm -hmm. Lasers sometimes work. They do embolization. But the good news, in most cases, most kids, they do just fine. And this was an extreme case, but we know that, you know, they can be any size and they can occur anywhere on the body. So just something to keep in mind. But once again, she's so cute. She I'm really glad is. she did well. She really is. Let's take a break. Coming up, Jennifer Lewis takes our stage by storm. It's bipolar disorder, but treat it. I'm alive. Yeah. <laughs> then, if you put this next to my nose and I was hanging out with you, I would literally think you just ripped one. <laughs> That's coming up. Closed captioning provided by. <laughs> 259 episodic television shows, 63 movies, four Broadway shows. Our next guest is no stranger to the biz. In fact, she calls herself the mother of black Hollywood. Please welcome the incomparable Miss Jennifer Lewis. Took. <laughs> uh, no, I gotta tell you, it's it's bipolar disorder, 
but treated. <laughs> you know, I thought being bipolar and, you know, medicating myself and going to therapy, I thought that would bring this down. But let me tell you something about personality and feeling alive. I'm alive. Yes. <laughs> you know, and I love living. I do. You know, so many people walk around, they're the living dead with sad faces. I'm like, honey, live. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you didn't know who was coming out of here. I'll drink to that. Yeah, hello. I'd love living too if I could kick my leg as high up in the air as you do. How do you, how do you do that? No, let's, let's take one more time. Where's the camera? I want you to get it from the side. Watch it. Can I do it right here? Sure. All right. Now look, I was a Broadway entertainer. It's simple as that. You never lose that. When you love what you do, you don't lose it. Why should I lose this? Look at that. I'm going to give you three just because I feel good. Uh, And that's not gonna hurt later on? Nope. Okay, yeah. No, no, no. I, I gotta tell you, I wouldn't do it if it did. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Jennifer Lewis, the first person to ever give herself a concussion <laughs> by kicking herself with her amazing. Uh, and so, look, you're, you're an author, and you really have spoken up about all of the things that you've gone through in your life. Issues. What gave you that courage? Well, guys, you know, I found out at a very early age that I was an alpha female, a leader. You know, I was president of my class in, in high school. I was captain of the cheerleading squad. You know, I was a leader. I was a born leader. Got my first Broadway show in less than 11 days upon wow. graduation. Wow. So, that's like your first audition. Yeah, wow. it, was, it was my second audition, actually. So I was bipolar and didn't know it. So my life was boom, 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 boom. Rush, 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 rush. And I wanted to be famous so my mother would love me. Isn't that something? Let me tell you guys something. I address everything in this book. Why is that, Miss Lewis? He asked me, where did you get the courage? I got the courage for two words. I care. I, I care. I care that the millennials and all of you, and especially the millennials, you know, we gotta save this next generation. Because if I can come through the fire, and oh, what a fire I came through. So can you. It is my story, and it is my song. You take what you will. Well, I, I wanna say, you know, thank you for sharing your story. And whenever we, we see you, you are, you're the life of the party. And I know when you were 20, you were the life of the party. But when people expect you to be that, and you're, un you're in New York, and you're on Broadway, and, you know, with bipolar disorder, you go through, like, emotional changes. It's like a roller coaster. Mm -hmm. And so your highs are high, but your lows are low. So when you were having those low moments, mm -hmm. how did you continue to show up and be the life of the party? Well, you know, mania is a tricky thing. Mania usually came in the daytime for me when the sun was out mm. and people were out in New York and, you know, I could just mix in and blend in. And a lot of people in show business are bipolar because we can hide that edge, you know, that Robin Williams, that, that Jennifer Lewis. Yes, sir. Nonstop. So, but what happens 
is that it becomes dangerous. That same mania will have you speeding in a car. That same mania will have you buy a huge house, which is what I did. That same mania will have you shopping and buying the whole store. That same mania causes addictions. Mine's was sex. I never got into hard drugs. And I tell you, I always say there's two things that will change a human being, only two, because we are habitual creatures. One is you get a life-threatening diagnosis. Oh, yeah, that'll stop you, won't it? The second, which happened to me, was you just get sick and tired of being sick and tired. Once you've hurt yourself so much, you look in the mirror one day and you just say, that's enough. I was fortunate I had good girlfriends around me who saw that something was wrong. Okay, I was entertaining and I was cute and I was happy, but when the curtain came down, cause see, we hide our depression. We eat ourselves to death in dark rooms. We drink ourselves to death. We get high ourselves to death. Well, you gotta get tired because you will lack motivation with all of that. And good friends. And, and, and sex brought you a high, right? Oh, no, honey, let's get to it. I, I, when I came off stage on Broadway, I had to have a good-looking man to bring that high down. <laughs> oh, yes, no, I have, look, ain't no shame in my game. You understand? Yeah, I did it. Would I do it again? No. But I did it. But I'm here. And I went to therapy and took care of myself. My girlfriend said, something's wrong. I said, nothing's wrong with me. I'm Jennifer Lewis. Don't tell. Oh, yes, there was something wrong. You have to reach out your hand to your friends. You know if your girlfriend hasn't come out of the house in two weeks. Something's wrong. That uncle in the basement, that aunt in the attic, that never comes out. Something's wrong. If you walk past a house in your neighborhood and the lawn is not well kept and mail is, and papers are piling up, something's wrong. And this country right now with what we're going through, we've got to pay attention to each other and be kind. And for people watching with bipolar, you can have these manic episodes, the super high highs, and then the depressive episodes, the super low lows. And Jennifer, you're acknowledging that you can hide these things, but you can't hide when you're at home alone. And you've found ways to deal with that, to find peace yes. when you're at home. Gardening helped me a lot to calm myself. This is one of my beautiful plants from my yard. Whoa, that is gorgeous. I love, love, love gardening. But this, this wasn't enough to show you all, so <laughs> we actually were fortunate because Jennifer opened her home to us and showed us your surprising prescription for peace. Let's take yes. a look. Yes. Hi, everybody, it's Jennifer Lewis, and welcome to my garden. <laughs> Ooh. Upstaged by Jasmine. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, here are my succulents, everybody. And look at this. Is she fabulous? This is my very lush grapevine. This is my jacaranda tree! So, everybody knows I'm bipolar, but here in my garden, I'm at peace. I find gardening as valuable as taking medication and going to talk therapy. 
And listen, guys, even if you're not mentally ill, gardening is fabulous. You can pick up your copy of The Mother of Black Hollywood wherever books are sold. And Jennifer, you even wrote a song promoting your book. As we go to, as we go to break, do you want to sing it? Oh, yeah! Do we, does anybody know it from Instagram? All right, when I point to you, I want you to say, hey, okay? You ready? Yeah. These fools told me to rap for my book. Hey! Oh, God, don't be white now. <laughs> okay, I won't dance. No, 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 you can do it. You're not white. Look at you got a nice tan. <laughs> I mean, you, you come right in there when I go, hey, okay? Yeah. These fools told me to rap for my book. Hey! Tap, tap, tap for my book. Hey! Red lips for my book. Hey! Quips and quips for my book. Hey! I hit a heart. For my book. Hey. Now you woke for my book. Hey. Hey. Bum, bum, bum for my book. Y'all hey. hey. better run for my book. Hey. I got a plate and a pig. Cause hey. my book gonna be big. <laughs> hey, my book is number one in the audible section of Amazon. Hey. Jennifer Lewis. Woo. We'll be right back. Coming up. If you put this next to my nose and I was hanging out with you, I would literally think you just ripped one. <laughs> then, want to know a sweet way to slash your risk of a stroke? That's in today's doctor's prescription. That's coming up. Closed captioning provided by... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The first page of a book never tells the full story. And those news alerts and headlines, like the ones we get on our phones, don't even scratch the surface of what the story is really all about. Stories are like people, multi-layered and complex. It takes some digging to find the truth, but when we find it, it can change our world. We like to dig. The news on Merritt Street. Essential television. It's bright blue, healthy, and the latest it food on social media. I'm talking about blue spirulina, 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 spirulina extract. Mm. Did I say that right? Yeah. Whoa. So this is all the trend in certain health circles from smoothies to bowls to lattes. Things are showing up blue a lot out here in Hollywood, but is it a buzz this, or a bus? This is like fish food. Mm, it doesn't it smell good. It smells like fish yeah. food. It doesn't I smell mean, so good. It's blue algae. Before we even talk about it, shall we try sure. this? I have never tried it. We have right here a smoothie, a blue spirulina smoothie that also has some blueberries and banana in it. That should cut it. And some coconut milk, some hemp. No, no, no. There's... <laughs> 
No, it's good. It's, it's really it's, good. But there's, I don't, there's, I don't there's, taste the spirulina. I, I don't taste it either. I was about to say all the things you say yes to on this show and you say no to this. No, 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 no. There's something in here oh. that's sweet. Yeah. Different. Than this. Yeah, no, there, there's, it's like a pineapple in here, isn't it? Isn't yes. There? Oh, there's definitely pineapple in there. I mean, there's coconut. Coconut, you, that's the coconut milk. I'm gonna try this blue latte. You don't like that, do you? Mm. I knew you wouldn't like this. <laughs> you can't really taste it. So, I will say this. It's received a lot of buzz for good reason, but I'm going to call the health trend a bust, and here's why. It's so expensive. Some brands are 62 bucks for 50 grams of powder. So that's the thing is, if you're looking to maybe do something more in your budget, you could add blueberries, yeah. other things. Yeah, that will make things. it blue. So, so yeah. nothing wrong with this, but that's, that's pricey. That is that's pricey. Real pricey. You can always feed it to your fish. Yeah. It smells like... Funky, yeah. some people it say smells... it tastes like funky seaweed, but it, this the funky seaweed, yeah. If you put yeah. this next to my nose and I was hanging out with you, I would literally think you just ripped one. It's... <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's hit up another trend really quickly. Um, but this is, this is really tasty. It, this, is, this one is good. You can trust me. This one you know is what good. it tastes like? A virgin pina colada a little it does. bit. Exactly. Got any, got any rum? <laughs> I'll give that a buzz. All right. I should say that'll give me a buzz. It is buzz or bust. So really quickly, we have another one. And this is one from singer Selena Gomez recently posted a picture of herself on Instagram wearing ankle weights at Disneyland. The internet is touting this as a genius fitness tip, but Dr. Nita. You know, the thing is, this puts a lot of just excess pressure on your ankle joints and like those leg muscles. And so it, I'm gonna call this a bust because it can just put a lot of strain on your extremities and increase the probability of injury. I don't, I don't think there's any orthopedic surgeon, sports medicine person that's going to advocate these. They know how bad carrying excess weight is on all your joints. Yeah. Yep. We're talking about your hips, your back, your knees, all of them are going to be affected. So incorporating weight training in your, in your exercise routine is very important, but wearing these all day and just carrying that extra weight, too much wear and tear. But I do like that people are trying to be healthier, but of I course agree. we just want to keep you safe. So another thing you can do instead is when you're walking, occasionally just like really pick up the pace and think, do things like that and that can help you. And do those high leg kicks. <laughs> all right, we're done. Cheers. Moving on. Cheers Good to you, stuff. Last Let's take a break. Mm. Coming up, the latest wellness trend out there are nap rooms. Plus, the only show on TV where everyone at home has a chance to enter to win the Word of the Day giveaway. Find out what it is. That's next. This fall, after a decade of healthy advice. I would choose a different product. Red 40, yellow 5 and 6. That's not food. Everyone, throw those away. I didn't think I smoked that much, but I still got oral cancer. Medical breakthroughs. It's a miracle. I'm 100% pain-free. You take a small needle through the chest wall of the fetus and directly into the heart. Only one show continues to change lives. An all-new season of The Doctors premieres September 10th. Coming tomorrow. Armpit detoxing! Two. Lightning things up down there. What's the real deal? Plus, one out of five teenagers has hearing loss. From what? Just put a chainsaw right next to your ear. That's tomorrow. Who 
needs an app? All right, let's all just take a really quick 10 second nap. Close our eyes. Feels pretty good, doesn't Don't it? Don't wake me up. Feels pretty <laughs> doggone good. Well, a lot of us are sleep deprived. A lot of us love the idea of a daytime nap and the latest wellness trend out there are nap rooms. Cities like New York, LA, they're actually allowing you to pay for some slumber in state of the art beds and dark rooms. And you can stay for as little or as long as you want. Now these are popping up in different areas. They can get a little pricey depending upon where you're going. LA, 25 minute nap for 40 bucks. But they'll watch your kids. They will watch your kids though, they which is key, right? Now, you better hope you trust who's there watching yep. your kids. But in New York, you can get a 30 minute nap at some of these for 15 bucks, an hour for 25 bucks. You know, if I can get an hour long nap, would you try this, Docs? Or you can just do it in your car, I guess, here in LA. <laughs> Not while you're driving, though. No, so many, so many spas have those sort of rest rooms, rest areas, either before or after your treatment. I think they're great. You know, I don't take a lot of daytime naps, but I did a lot when all the years we spent studying, mm. the best place for me to take a nap was the library because it's quiet, we called it the stacks. You go up in there, I would find a comfortable chair and I'd study, and after the brain was getting too tired, I would just put the, the book down, and my gosh, those were good naps. They that were, that was... Know, that reading material put you to sleep quick. <laughs> it did, and your brain needed it, and it makes me think back. That was such a it was simpler good. time in some ways. All you had, you just learned the material. It, it was a good life. It was a good life. And life is our word of the day. So go to the doctorstv.com and type in the word life for a chance to win a weighted blanket from Blankwill. This blanket claims to help relax and promote more restful sleep or your nap if you want. It's worth $169. Want to know a sweet way to slash your risk of a stroke? That's in today's doctor's prescription. That's next. Coming tomorrow, she came to the doctors desperate for help. I'm scared to go blind. Can she be cured? What we determined was then. From armpit detoxing. I'm a big proponent of doing some armpit holidays. What does that mean? Two. Lightening things up down there. What's the real deal? Red flag number one. Plus, one out of every five teenagers has hearing loss. From what? That's the same as if you just put a chainsaw right next to your ear. That's tomorrow. And then on Monday, do you know what's really in your food? It sounds like a football play. Blue one. That's not food. What everyone needs to look out for. Plus, they may have brought you into this world, but would you want one to be there when you leave? Death doulas. One of the misconceptions is that I'm trying to kill people. That's Monday. is the sound of success because everyone here is going home a winner in the Doctors Word of the Day giveaway. Just by hanging out in our studio, you could also be a winner. For tickets, log on to our website, thedoctorstv.com, or you can call area code 323-THE-DOCS. See you soon. Want to know a sweet way to slash your risk of a stroke? You yes. can incorporate this into your life more sweet potatoes. According to the American Heart Association, potassium can help control blood pressure by lessening the harmful effects of salt on your body, can help slash your stroke risk, and can even lower your odds of developing heart disease. 
You know what ranks highest in potassium? It's not bananas, sweet potatoes. And just one sweet potato carries almost 700 milligrams of potassium. Lots of fiber in there. You see the color. That's the beta carotene. Wonderful antioxidant. Tastes great. If I'm going to do fries, I will always opt for sweet potato. Not bad, right, Nita? Not bad. Not bad. We need our smoothie back. We yeah, do. we do. <laughs> You're being sweet because mm -hmm. I know you don't love these. Yeah, but I... I'm not a sweet potato fan. But you're being, so you're being nice because you don't want to slam the prescription. <laughs> but it's a good prescription if you like sweet potatoes. <laughs> you like okay. sweet potatoes? That is true. I don't. I never eat sweet true. potatoes. It's a great prescription. They taste exactly how a sweet potato is supposed to taste. <laughs> on that note, if you missed anything on today's show, visit us at thedoctorstv.com. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you.